Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. A star attraction. The one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Are you working during the day and at doing this point, stand up no. at night? At this point, I got fired from Good Morning America. Uh, they were very nice about it. They said, get out. <laughs> and uh, I said, listen, I'm a single mother. I have nothing. I have no husband. I just had a near-death experience. I need the job. What was your near-death? Oh, I had an ectopic pregnancy where I almost died. Oh, that's died. right. And so um, they fired me anyway. They fired so me anyway. nice. And I went on unemployment insurance, which is one of the great things of this country. Oh. And it saved my life, oh, unemployment so insurance. Oh, so that's, a, that's yeah. an example yeah. of... Of good, good government. Right. So uh, you start doing stand-up. Eve is how old? Uh, 12. She's Is 12. she like, mommy, don't do stand-up? No, or? no, no. She never paid any attention to my career whatsoever. She has zero interest in and it. And did she care <laughs> that you were out at night or? Well, uh, you know, I'd have her, my mother would come over and wait, help her. Uh, but, um... But I would do um, I would do stand up all over as much as I could. I had Ruth Stern booking me. I was just going to talk about God her. God bless her because I would never go on the road because I was raising a kid. Yeah, and she would get me gigs in every Jewish country club in every the country club. Area. And this is the Ruth Stern story, everyone. She's a legend. Every time you called her, and she would say, "I got the I got a gig for you." It's at the, you know, the Brayburn Country Club, and. Uh, and she, uh, you know, a thousand dollars, and I'm like, oh, well, because that wasn't a lot of money for yeah, doing that was those. A lot for me. Well, I didn't well, all right, so, so she'd say, I'm just making it up. Right. So she'd say five hundred dollars okay. or two hundred dollars, and I'd right. be like, two hundred dollars, you know, that's that's nothing. And she'd say, well, I called them up, I called Brayburn, I said, Drew the gold. They said, who? That's who. So that's what happened. Yeah, she used to that, and she used to used to have to drive her. She would eat with the food spitting out of her mouth. <laughs> well, she'd she have some time. Friars Club, though. Yeah, she was good in certain ways. Yeah, so I appreciated her because even though I she was too. one of the most annoying people, in and the, her in, husband, she'd have a bad meal. Like that didn't say so. She'd go, "Here, Paul, you eat this." Paul, Still oh my husband. God, he didn't say a fucking word. No, he when she died, he fell apart. Yeah. So you're pretty successful. Well, I was up. doing that and I was making some money. Yeah, I was... but you, because I ended up having to go on the fucking road. I hated it so much, yeah. but I wanted to get like a half an hour on stage or right. so, but you, Mario and Susie never really had to go <laughs> suffer in these condos. No, we Did didn't ever... do it. Yeah. Well, we didn't do it because we appealed to this country club right. crowd. Right. And I could do those gigs. I, I don't know why you didn't. Well, I don't know why I didn't do a lot of things, because look at me. Okay? <laughs> no, I don't understand why you wouldn't appeal to a Jewish audience at these country clubs. I don't know. I, I did, but you guys were getting all the gigs, and I... Well, there was plenty of work in those days for that. She didn't like you, I don't think. Ruth. Really? She probably didn't. She probably thought you weren't appropriate for her room. That's what that was about. What did I do that was wrong? I talked she, about she, my mother. She... Uh, I don't know. I have no idea what the reason Fuck is. Fuck you, Ruth. Um, but <laughs> she's, then she, she's I dead. ended up. Yeah, I ended she's up. dead. All I'm saying is that if you worked in her room, she booked you. If she thought that you would not work, that was it for you. Wow. She gave some jobs to Corey Kahaney, I yes. think. Yeah. So 
The well, most I was annoying. loud. This <laughs> bell is the most annoying. I've never okay, done a I'll, podcast right, more annoying. I, I, than I'll, this. I'll stop. <laughs> you, your first break. You end up. You're at catch. Uh, then you get a show on Lifetime called Way Off Broadway. Yes, yes. It went one season, and it was a great show. Uh, yeah. Wait a second. Larry David was one of my writers, okay? Larry wow. David, okay, yes. He used to come to my apartment every night, and we'd work out a stand-up set. O-M-G. Yeah, yeah. And that was... Uh, 1987. And that was... Now, was that your big break, your first big break? Yeah, yeah. And then you get a show live from Queens... Oh, I no, I that wasn't my show. That but was you Sissy were, Biggers. Yeah, and you would you were one of the I would regulars. be I would come in once in a okay. while. But she never let me talk, Sissy Biggers. She would keep that she was like Kellyanne Conway, never right. a period did she meet. Right. And then my shrink, I went to the shrink and she's I said, I don't know what to do. She said, interrupt her. Oh, I said a light went off. Above her. I so, would need this shrink. So I interrupted her, and and later she thanked me. She said she didn't the reason the girl didn't stop talking is because she wasn't sure I would pick it up. See? Yeah, so you learn That's what happens when you don't communicate. That's right. She was nice enough to have me on a lot. She's a nice girl. And then that was over. And then I did some other show, a couple of other things. You did, you know, you did a one-night stand on HBO. Oh, yeah. You did Women of the Night on HBO. You You were a regular on NBC's Baby Boom. Yes, I played a German nanny. Right. And no one, but my father, you know, when I look back, I look just like the shrink I was saying. I had braids around my head, no makeup, and a white uniform. So my father- you're, the, Wait, your you're shrink didn't wear a uniform. No, but, okay. no, but, but I, you had the, yeah. I was the nanny. So my father goes to his club, the Bugs AC. That was the name of the club, the Bugs <laughs> AC. He goes to the Bugs AC to watch me because they had a TV he liked. He comes home and he says to my mother, she wasn't in it because he didn't even recognize me. The man didn't even recognize my voice. My father did not recognize my voice. Are you kidding? Women at Lowman's are recognizing my voice, but not my father. Ridiculous. Okay, so then you get, do you get the WABC job right after that? Oh, the radio the show? The talk show. I got Wait, the what? radio show, I believe, in 90 or 91. I did pilots, a couple of pilots in yes. between. That didn't go anywhere. I got the but radio show. But you were show. hot. You were, everyone knew you. People. Everyone knew you well, in Barbara, New York. Barbara, Barbara, I was going to say Barbara Streisand. Barbara Walters didn't know me. Right. I this, I wanted to get to yeah, the story. But and you, people and, in New York knew me from the radio show. You know, I could sell out rooms when I was on a radio show. Easier than when I was on television. Isn't Be- that interesting? Yeah, people just wanted to see what I looked like, I think. And you were so funny. I One had time a, I called and you yelled at me, though. I did? Why? Yeah, you're like, what's your point? And I'm like, okay, sorry. What, did you identify yourself? Yeah, I said, hi, it's Judy. Go- hi, Judy. <laughs> you were in some mood. And I said- well, I still had my period. Yeah, and I, you, you said, I, I don't understand your point. Bye. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> you did something. And I was like, crushed. I can't believe that you were upset. Oh my God. I'm such a, I'm so sensitive. Oh Jesus. Yes. Oh, I'm. So I tell them a story you did to me. Oh, this is the worst, but I was so young. Okay. So her father dies. I'm 27. She's 27. Sitting at the bar. In the bar catch. And she says to me, I'm so young and you're so old. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. And you said, why does my father have to die? And yours didn't. I said, well, he will soon. (laughs) I didn't say it like that. I yeah, said, you did. I'm so young and you're so old. How come I, my father's I was dead? Probably, she said that to me. I was in mourning probably. Okay, fine. Well, the day I'm sorry. I, the way I yelled at you on the radio, I'm sorry. I had my uh, I'm sorry. period that day. I'm sorry. All right. You're welcome. <laughs> you're, I'm forgiven or welcome? <laughs> you're forgiven. 
Oh, I forgave I, you that day. I remember because I couldn't believe <laughs> I because I was at the point where I was like, wait, every, all of my friends have their parents. You know, I mean, 27 young. is young, but it's not like, you know, 13. No, it's but, still young to lose a parent. Right. Mm-hmm. And and it was like that. And uh, and you liked your father. I love Did you like father. it better than you liked your mother? Truth. You know, I can't. Probably. But I can't. <laughs> father. But I can't. Don't remember so much. I didn't really get to. I wasn't fully developed. Yeah. And I realized all these things I would love. And I, all my cousins are going through pictures and they always send me these photos. And in every family photo, I'm sitting with my father. I'm next to my father. And I just realized, I think I blocked a lot. Was he taller than you? He was six two, and then I I don't know. I think we were. I was a little taller than. One of the, I give advice to people who are listening that who are younger. Always ask your parents questions, because after they're dead, you want to ask the questions. Nobody there. Yeah, to I did that with my mother in the nursing. Yeah, there's home, a lot of questions yeah. to ask. Yeah. Okay. You get. You're on the radio. Yeah. I am mad that my father's dead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have one that you said to me after I had. What Ben? What did I say? You don't remember, everyone was saying this because, you know, Henry's adopted. My, you know, my ex Sharon had Henry. Right. I adopted him. Right. I had Ben. Right. And we would, we came over, we came over some, you know. To my house. Yes. Oh, you were fighting with Sharon. What? Yeah, so constantly. we never, constant. Oh it was my awful. God. They it came was to all- my house. They did not stop fighting I couldn't with each take other. it. I told you to stop it. Yeah. You said get, yeah. You what have did to I say? Stop. Said this. You said you have to stop fighting. But so anyway, we break up. What else did I say? It sounds like I said something worse. Yeah, you were. This is not unacceptable. This is unacceptable in my house. And and so. (laughs) And then after remember when when Rosie O'Donnell came to my house for dinner and you were there with Mario and Susie, Mm -hmm. she brought her own beer. Oh yeah, yeah. So I. I I remember after Ben I was I brought Ben over and and you said all right which one do you love better love more and I said I love them exactly the same and yeah. you're like come on Judy I said no I do and you said all right it, they're both drowning who do you say oh my God Sophie's choice and I said well Henry knows how to swim so so that's how you got out of it yeah. Yeah, but you love them both. I do. You do. Oh, I yeah. love They're both lovely of them. children. Oh, thank you, they Joy. Are. That means a lot. Very nice. Mm, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> so you do. No, you a- did a good job. You had a really had. You know, it's not easy to be right. I had a, a single a- parent and to to be a comedian at the same time. I and mean, yeah, and they're not crazy like you. They have like a sanity about them, which is unbelievable. Mm, Henry's a little. <laughs> no, they're yeah. Well, they're good. So yeah, it's hard being a comedian. And That's a how you make parent. your fucking living. And a single parent, two kids in school, like you can't go on. The- All right. I was told by my daughter, do not talk about me in your act. Oh, I did too, and I never did. I do. And then Henry- I listen to my children. Do you listen to your children? Well, no, he didn't say that until Sharon said it. Um, what did she then, say? And but you told me I went to you, and she, you, you know, because you would talk about being divorced and this and that. And I said, you know, Sharon wants to put in our like papers that I can't talk. And you're like, you're a comedian, right? You have, you know. But then, don't be put in the papers. No, you yeah. change the name. You call her Schwendy. Yeah, Schwendy. So Schwendy. She can, what is she going to do? She can't right. sue you. And then Henry would get mad at me, and he picked up on her and be like, "You're not allowed to talk in my act." I said, "All right." But I said, wow. he's like, use a different name. I said, what name? He said, Jerome. <laughs> and then I do a whole bit 
About that Jerome. night that, you know, my son Henry, my Jerome, and I was in Provincetown, and he meets me after the show. He saw the show? No. He meets me afterwards to go get ice cream, and everyone walking down the street was like, oh, is that Jerome? Oh. And he was so fucking mad at me. So you can't do that to kids. I know. Hey, everyone. You know, one of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which... Yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids and is food and eating. Eating is my favorite activity and eating is better and easier with Factor. Factor, I'm telling you, I tried their stuff. It is delicious. It is great. It is high quality and they are, when I say ready to eat meals, they're ready to eat in two minutes. They're not frozen. They're never frozen. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved, and literally you heat them for two minutes. Every week you have over 35 options to choose from. They have calorie smart, protein plus, keto. I just did chef's choice. 60 or more add-ons that you can stay fueled up. They had these juice shots that were incredible. These are restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat when you are ready to eat. That's it. And they're really good. Elisa loved them too. There's no prep. There's no mess. I've tried a lot of these different kinds of meals. Factor is amazing and so convenient. It's so great to get home from a long day of like schlepping around and knowing you have this delicious meal waiting for you in the refrigerator that takes two minutes to heat up. And you can pause, you can reschedule your deliveries at any time. It is a great solution for those nights and days that you're looking for fast, great, delicious options with no cooking required, okay? And Factor is less expensive than takeout. So what are you going to do? Because I'm telling you, you have to believe me, I never lie, Factor is amazing. You're going to head to Factor Meals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S, dot com slash Judy Gold 50, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, five zero, okay? Judy Gold 50. And use code J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D five zero, Judy Gold 50, to get 50% off. That's code Judy Gold 50 at factormeals.com slash Judy Gold 50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. You did a benefit. You did a benefit, and Barbara Walters was there. Is that oh, what happened? Well, you know, in those days, uh, you had you had to be seen, right? And you, and you, you hope that somebody no videotaping. Would, so I, I would never. One of the mistakes. Alan Alda once told me that the mistake I one of the mistakes I made, not Jewish, but his wife is and his kids are. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Boy, you're really stretching now. I, um, <laughs> how about people who just think they're Jewish? Yeah, right. um, so uh, he said to me. I told him that I never would like I'd have I'd have a set coming up and I and, and I'd never invite important people to come because I never thought it would be good enough. And that was a huge mistake I made because I would always kill those nights. And then afterward, I'd say, what well, a fool I, I am. Right. I should have had, yep. you know, the Bernstein, Bernstein here that night right. and what have you. 
Right. So, um, but for so, so what would happen yeah. is instead I'd be asked to do benefits. So then I didn't have to worry because important people would just be there anyway without me calling them. You get it? So this was one of those evenings and it was at the um, Waldorf Astoria and it was Milton Berle's 89th birthday, right? And Barbara Walters was in the audience, Regis Philbin, no, and other luminaries. It was like uh, the TCM crowd, like, uh, uh, what's her name? Esther Williams, not Esther Williams, some other people like that. Right. Rhonda Fleming. I don't yes, know. Yes. And they were all in the audience. And I got up and I did a set and I did this joke about how uh, women, um, men will always find a, a wife, no matter how hideous they are, no matter how old, no matter how stupid. Take the case of Salman Rushdie. Now, he's not stupid and he wasn't hideous, but he was in hiding for, for several, <laughs> 10 years. And he got married three times while he was in hiding. It's like, who came to the door? The Avon lady? <laughs> I mean, who did he marry? Et cetera. And this whole bit around that idea. I get off the stage. Everybody's laughing. I, so I said to Steve, you know, how did I do? He says, everybody was laughing except Barbara Walters. No way. Right. So I said to him, who cares? I'm not going to work for Barbara Walters. The moral of the story is you never know. But that's where she saw you and from so, that so hired you. She said to Regis Philbin, who was that woman? And Regis said, that's Joy Behar. Don't you know her? He knew me. I never heard of her. Well, she was busy, you know, entertaining right. Henry Kissinger. What does she know from me? Right. <laughs> it's amazing how many people See, are Jewish. that's why I They're like do a, it. It's like a very small percentage in the world. And yet in this room, it's 90%. <laughs> Isn't it? It's amazing. That's why I do it. I hope your audience appreciates. They this. do. They All bring right. they bring bells to my show. <laughs> do they? Yes. How irritating. So, um, oh my god, you you're worried about them looking at their phones, and you don't mind them ringing bells in the middle of your show. Bring them bells. Oh god. So, so uh, where was I? Oh yeah. So then Bill Getty was looking for uh, you know people to be on the show. Somebody called recommended me. She said, "Oh, I like her." They tested me, and I got the job. It's amazing. That's what happened. And here, 22 years later. And let me tell I'm you, on many show. times I did stand up on The View when I was allowed to go and on. And Comedy Central uh, uh, Corner. And uh, she, everyone was laughing and she would stone she face. She and, doesn't laugh. But she, and then would say to me, very funny. Yeah, yeah. And then would ask me about my, so your kids and your, di and I was like, oh, she was yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, she's well. She's like the people who, like, when one time I, I I auditioned for Saturday Night Live in 1975. What? You never heard this story? Didn't you see my solo show? Yes. Okay. You want to hear something about that funny solo show I did? I did it down at the Cherry Lane Theater, yes. right? People were howling and laughing, etc. On opening night, I invited a lot of people I knew. Famous people were some of them. That was the night I did. And fine, it's over. Um, so like six months later, I do the same show at Guildhall in, in East Hampton. Many of the people who were there opening night were there that night. After the show, I go, they had a big party for me at, at uh, Alan Grubman's house. And there was a, uh, a guy there uh, who was a uh, Supreme Court justice. I think it was Kennedy. He was there. Wow. Or one of those. Breyer. Justice Breyer was there laughing hysterical. And they said to me, this is a whole new show, isn't it? It was not a whole new show. It was the same show. 
And I, I've come to the conclusion that when people are laughing that much, they, they do miss, not remember but anything. they also miss a lot. They miss everything. They thought it was another show. That's great. All those years I was saying, I can't repeat this material. What a fool I was. I could have done the same fucking act every night. They would have thought it was a different act. But you can't do it on television now. No. No, not on TV. Yeah. So Any, that's, anyway, yeah. Where but, were but we? 75, you auditioned for SNL. Oh, SNL, right. I think I remember the story, yeah. Well, I don't want to go into a whole long story. Right, but just tell My me. friend Jane and I were, would write comedy material together. And we came up with a character called Sadie Catalano, who would give news in the neighborhood. So she would say, like, only a hail of bullets marred the festivities as wedding bells rang. <laughs> you know, and then, or a, a former bodyguard, Carmine Russo, has become a faith healer. There isn't a cripple left in the neighborhood since he's been pronounced Announcing his miraculous words, walk or I'll break both your legs. Okay, so we had bits like that. So I said to her one day, now we're both like teacher housewives and we're in Forest Hills. And I say to her, why don't we call up Saturday Night Live and see if we can get this bit on that show? It was the first year. She says, okay, like we're two idiots, like Laverne and Shirley. I pick up the phone. I call uh, NBC, you know, which you can easily get through the, the board there. And I say, can I speak to John Head? Because I saw that his name, the talent coordinator's name was John Head, which is a double whammy. Right. I say, can I speak to John Head? They go, yes. They put me through to John Head. Unbelievable. He picks up the phone. I say, hello, Mr. Head. <laughs> this, my name's Joy Behar. And, th- and I said, and let me do the bit for you. He said, well, let me hear it. I say, okay, I do the bit. It's very funny. Would you come in? I'd like to talk to you. And I got I got so close to being on Saturday Night Live because of that phone call. But I never made it. Every week I'd be on the board, right? The first week, right, they, they said, you. well, Madeline Kahn is hosting and she, she needs to be, uh, we don't have any room for you. She wants to be the funny one anyway. Fine. They had Gilda Radner. They didn't need me. Second week, uh, Raquel uh, Welch is uh, is hosting and she has to be the pretty one and the funny one. I said, well, who's posting next week? Elizabeth Kubler-Ross is going to be the funny one and the pretty one? I never I'm got definitely. I never got on the fucking show because of all these other divas who preceded me. Well, of course. People don't want to be upstaged. And then Gilda here. Radner wanted to buy the material, which I said no. Oh, do you wish you had? No, I used uh, that material. Oh, you did, okay. So I kept doing it and doing it, and after that, I, you know, I just kept getting going along. It's amazing. But that was in 75. Remember, I didn't get fired from GMA till 1981. Wow. I was not even a comic until 1981. It's amazing that it was always there, that you always knew it well, was there. Well, from when I was a child, yeah. You start The View in 97. This is the longest interview but I've ever done. But isn't it fun? I feel like I'm going into a second oh, menopause here. please. Are you having a bad time? <laughs> no, it's exhausting. Okay, sorry. We'll end soon. <laughs> so you start The View in 1997. I remember watching it because I was working at Rosie and we were all watching yes, it on the... Yeah. And it was, it was like no other show before. In what way? In that, first of all, female heavy. Yeah. Barbara. Um, Barbara. Right. That was and, the key. And... It was successful women yeah. with opinions. Well, we all were educated and successful in our careers, all of us already. Star Jones was a lawyer. She told you every day. Mer- Mer- Meredith Vieira was had already been Love on 60 her. Minutes. Right. Um, Barbara was Barbara. And Debbie Matinopoulos was, they called the young one, and she was coming up in her in her career. And there was me, who had been a teacher. So we all were, you know... 
we had, a, and I was highly opinionated, and so so was Star, and so was Debbie. But Meredith was not because she was trained to be more of a journalist. So, and Barbara never gave her opinion. Did you know it was going to be the hit? That no, because Barbara had to go station to station to keep it on the air. For how long? Oh, I don't know. Years? Long time. Because they, they didn't pick it up right away all over the place. And we didn't know that because it was a network show. It was like, what do you mean? They're not doing it every single place? Oh, so it was, but it was syndicated. Yeah. So, so. It wasn't syndicated. Oh, it was, no. No, it was network. It was a network show. Wouldn't they have to put it on those? That's what we thought, but that's not so. Wow. Yeah. So she went around and she kept it on the air for a while. Without her, I don't think it would have stayed on the air. Star Jones and you, very friendly. Star Jones and I were, were we, she, you know, the thing about Star, she had her issues, but she knew how to have a good time, that girl. Really? She did. She could have, she could have fun. And um, she's gotten, she's changed her life. Yeah. She called you a bitch on the show. She did? Yeah. Well, they all call me a bitch. I don't mind. Because she called. <laughs> I don't care. But she called up once. Oh, she yeah. Was I said, oh, yeah. I said, she, all right, enough I, back. <laughs> She called in because she had had some kind of procedure. Right. And on and on and on on the phone. And I said, all right, enough about you. Back to us. She says, okay, you bitch. <laughs> and it, it, if you look at it in the, you know, if you read about it, it's yeah. like, Star Jones called yeah. Well, Megan McCain called me a bitch recently, and I didn't care about that either because we have, the word is, we own that word. Right. We own the word, yeah. We own the and word. And I don't care. I don't mind. You have gone through many co-hosts, and many. you're the one who has lasted the longest. Well, I was fired a few years ago. Right. and But they didn't say you were fired, of course. Well, no. At the time, I thought, why burn a bridge? Why burn a bridge? I always think yeah. that. You know, I thought, I'll just go out gracefully, because I was happy that I, that they let me go. I, I really I was happy. Do you happy. know why they let you go? I, I don't know the real reason. I have suspicions, but I don't know the because real reason. Because you had another show. You had an HLN I had an, show. I had another show. Which was, My favorite. I know everybody loved that show. That was the best show ever. I, I used mean, to get so, I was so happy. I know. Every time I got on. That, and you let me co-host, you let me host for you once. To this to this day, I'm, I regret that I had, could not keep that show on the air. We were the second highest rated show on the network. It was. And they took us off. I think that was a political thing, maybe, because they didn't like how I talked about Republicans. But anyway, um, that's water under the bridge. This show, I was, I don't know why I was fired. But I've been through many, uh, many, many guest hosts here, yeah. But uh, to just the point of why did I not say I was fired at the time? Well, you know, I had a nice send-off. They, no, they, I think that was the greatest they had, thing. They, Barbara, I had Alan and Alda, you know Regis amazing? Philbin, Jane, Joan Rivers came to my send-off. You know, so we had like a wonderful they goodbye. Did, Tony Bennett life, Tony right? Bennett sang. Well, you know, why should I be bitter and angry? I, I, I wanted to get off the show at that time anyway. So they... And I know, because I remember you're like, I got, I want to write, I want to, I know. had other things to do. And I had two years off where I came up with a solo show. I know, great. And I did other things that I liked. When they asked you back. Yeah. Was there any bit of like, oh, fuck you, you. No, no. The woman who asked me, it was a whole new administration. Yeah, who, the new woman. Yeah. Uh, Hillary McLaughlin. Yeah. Hillary S. Hillary S. G. McLaughlin. Yes. She called me up. I was walking around Provincetown looking for a transgender show. Seriously. Or a, not transgender, uh, what do you call it, a a, a drag show. Right. Because I like those. They're fun. 
Why didn't you come see me? Well, oh, I don't think I was in You town. weren't there. Yeah. I, I would have gone to see you, of course. But I was looking for a drag show because I think they're funny and fun. And uh, I couldn't find it. All I saw were uh, tourists in polyester pantsuits there. What happened yeah, to... No, so now... What happened we, to Provincetown? This is what happened. We wanted equality. <laughs> and now everyone is coming. It's like you have Wellfleet. You have Hyannis. You have Truro. Sandwich, Truro. <laughs> yeah. Like, get the fuck... And now... So there's a pier there where they had a uh, naval ship in World War II because yeah. there's one area that's so deep yeah. and they now have cruise ships come for the day. Yeah. It's oh horrible. Oh, my God. It's that's horrible. terrible. Yeah. That's, you, so that's what happened. That yeah. they, they changed. Right. It, and but, anyway, I was walking along the street and I get a call on my, on my cell phone from Hillary asking me if I would like to come back to The View just on Friday because the, now the show is going to be live on Friday. Whoopi did not want to work on Friday. Could, I would moderate. I said, okay, just for Friday. And then slowly... Joy, you know. the show, it, you are the sh You're so much of, you're, uh. Well, I am like the person who's been there the most recognizable besides Whoopi, so they know when, me. When they imitated you, which I think. So what, who cares? No, when they imitated you on SNL. <laughs> yeah. It made, I was like, I was failing because, you know, that, you've arrived. You've arrived. When they. When they make fun of you. <laughs> on, on SNL. It's yeah. like, you are the zeitgeist. I guess. I never took it like that, but you know. Uh, oh, I, I thought, thought it was. You, I remember you're like, no, she didn't do this right. And she didn't do that. But I was like, oh my, I was so happy for you. This fucking idiot in the White House. Yeah. There, he wants them off the air. Oh, please. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What was the most, in your opinion, dramatic joy, you know, event on The View? I mean, oh. you've gotten up and left. That was it. I would say walking off the stage of uh, when Bill O'Reilly was here was a, was a, 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 I physically protested his presence. You can't really beat that for, for drama. And did you get, and you got... Well, Barbara, and then Whoopi followed me out. Yeah. And uh, well, he was just saying that all Muslims are terrorists. And uh, I couldn't argue. I tried to argue. No, he kept insisting. I couldn't sit there. I was like, I don't want to sit here with him. It's skeevy to me. Right. So I got up and Whoopi followed me off. And Barbara didn't like that. She felt we should have sat there. But then the publicity came in and then she liked it. It's amazing how any kind of publicity... Well, that that was a big moment. They still, I mean, look at look at how how great it is. He's not there anymore. I know, isn't that one amazing? of the worst fascists in, in television? He's gone. Same Roger Ailes dead. I mean, things do change. Do you think these awful people? There's plenty of awful yeah. people in our yeah. that are running this country. Right. are going to have their day. No. I don't. I mean, I know too much about World War II and Hitler to know, think that there's anything such as karma. There is no such thing. Did you ever see the movie Downfall with Bruno Ganz playing Hitler? Mm -mm. It's about Hitler's last weeks in the bunker. He's down there and, you know, he kills himself and it's painless for him. First, he gives the cyanide to the dog that he supposedly loves, makes sure that it works. And then he and, and uh, Ava Braun take the cyanide and shoot each other. 
And that's the end of it. He never suffered a day. There's no karma. What's the name of the movie? Downfall. I'm going to watch that. It's in German. I'm warning you, but it's very well oh, worth it. That's the- my favorite language. <laughs> you- so, so I know a lot about bad people because I watch a lot of television about that period. And they do not necessarily suffer. They never found half these Nazis for, they die at 97 and then they find them. They've been living, I know. They've been living I, in South America, you know, enjoying, it's a, amazing. enjoying paella down there. Get the fuck out of here. There's no such thing as karma. <laughs> I have to say, you have been, and Joan Rivers was like this, but you are one of the very pro LGBT. I am. You from I'm a feminist, and you you're the true no, but you are the true. Uh, mean it. You are a feminist. I mean, they've. I feel like they're taking the word and making it like yeah. a feminist is someone who, you know, can get on stage and talk about, you know, blowjobs and this. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's what they, they think a feminist right. is. Right, and and a feminist is so much is not that at all, but. What is it exactly? Do you it's, think? Uh, if you're you believe in equality for everyone, yes, everyone that's right. that this is enough that I don't have to put on makeup for you. Right. I don't. I am good enough a, a, as I am. That's right. That everyone's a human being. I agree. And we're all I think equal. that's true. So makes you a humanist. Yes. You have been so I just have to say for the community. There's so many gay guys that come up to me. I love joy. I love joy. You have been such a voice for equality and and I just want to say I really appreciate well thank you I mean I I think that the gay community has had a, a rough time from when I was a kid and you know there were gay men who were married to women in my neighborhood and I saw that they suffered it's horrible you know it was it's it's and terrible the lesbians thing. and lesbians also I think that's affected my career I came that out- you're a lesbian yeah I not anymore out- though now right, but I now came out in 96. I, I, it might have hurt you, but I think it's chic now more, isn't right, it? Right, but it's chic for the young lesbians. Now oh. I'm an old... Don't you think... Well, is it- timing is everything in life, Judy, yes. unfortunately. It's very hard. What are your regrets? My regrets? Yeah. I regret ever listening to anyone tell me to straighten my hair, <laughs> uh, diet blonde, not talk about being Jewish on stage. I, I regret you ever... You got bad advice. yeah. I regret wasting time being anxious and hating myself and, and, and thinking and giving power to other people who said something about me, Right, you know, you're this. And for me to waste time on that, I agree with that. Yeah. But good for you. That's what I really, I, if I could have the time back from, you know, as you get older, this is so sentimental now, but when you get older, you realize that this cliche that life is short, it really is. It's over before you can turn around. I know. So you have to really enjoy it the most you can. I know, but I just want one big break, Joy, one. Well, you know, the thing about you, Judy, is that you can get the one big break, but you have an interesting career because you still love it. I know. You could get that one big break and then start to hate it. No, I just want the money. I just don't want well, to the, never that, have to worry about money. I understand that, but th- that's part of the of the uh, journey. Yeah. And, and, and it's been a long journey, Joy. I, I know that. <laughs> but I sort of envy you that you still love it. 
Really? Yeah, the stand-up, because I don't anymore. Uh, I might get back to it, though. I, there's a possibility. Like I'll if do I, a show with you. If I wasn't, now, the only thing, you know what interested me? This little room at the, at the... I knew, I could see your, I could see it. Uh, but there's a bunch of rooms like that. I don't mind doing small little rooms and having fun with that. Yeah. Just getting up and but I'm I'm so like obsessed with Trump right now and this and my job. Do that you feel like I can't I can't do anything but that. It's not funny to me. I right. So many people He's not say, funny. Oh, isn't he good for your material? No. I said, no. I guarantee you every comedian who's not right wing would give give up talking about him. You know who he, was funny? George Bush. W. Bush. Was, oh. George W. Bush, there Had was material. No, but there was material about him. Right. This guy is so dangerous and so tricky for all of us, so so um, lethal in what he's doing to this country that I can't find it in myself to laugh half the time. I'm scared. Right. But also, th- this is the only time where a uh, someone who is pro-Trump if you say one thing, they will they'll either leave the leave or they won't laugh at anything else you say. But it was never like that. Every president was fair game. Yeah. What and, do you mean? Like in your act, if you say something yeah, against Trump, they, against they Trump, walk out. Like, and I'm like, you and know they what? walk out. So I, I tell them, I said, you know what? Because I did something about Sarah fuck me fuck face and something about Trump and mm-hmm. this guy's like say something and they were laughing and he's like say something funny I go actually I just did which is why everyone's <laughs> laughing and um, if you don't like it you 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 know you can get up and leave enjoy your cult and he stayed but it's a cult yeah okay before we leave <laughs> yeah by the way I just want to I have two more questions FYI Joy is an author. She has written five books, uh, The Great Gas Bag, an A to Z study guide to surviving Trump. Which is world, still available. Which on is still Amazon. available. Shih Tzu Kakapupu 2 and Shih Tzu Kakapupu, which uh, one is my kind of dog, the original one. Shih Tzu Kakapupu is my kind of dog. And Shih Tzu Kakapupu 2, Max Goes to the Dogs. These are children's books. Yes. Joy Stick. Or what is the existential vacuum and does it come with attachments? 1999. And when you need a lift but don't want to eat chocolate, pay a shrink or drink a bottle of gin. 2007. So these are all books you can get that are fucking great that Joy has Some written. Some of them are better than others. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, so I always, I first of all, I can't thank you enough. I, you're welcome. I love you. Anytime, Judy. Uh, you're the best. Um, this is what we ask, but I think we know the We always ask, we're very pro-mental health because I've gone through clinical depression. And, yeah. Um, so have you have you ever been on antidepressants? No. Really? No, never. Just shrinkage. Shrink. Talking cure. Oh, and by the way, yeah. I take trazodone because of you. Well, trazodone I was taking when I was having hot flashes and I couldn't sleep. But I still can't sleep, but I'm now I don't I take anything. I just don't sleep. Let me tell you, the C B D oil with the melatonin. Yeah, that works. Out. Where You're do you out. get where do you get it? You can get it online. <laughs> It's CBD oil, so it's like the. Is that marijuana? But not the not without THC. It's and not is it the, is it well is it is it safe? Yeah, it's or it's all organic and all melatonin. Right. Melatonin doesn't really. But work I'm 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 addicted to me. fucking trazodone because okay. Of you. And then this is you know it's called kill me now because I'm always saying kill me now because yeah. I fucking can't stand. Right. What pisses you off more than anything? Like what thing about people or anything makes you fucking crazy? It could be. 
I think stupidity. Yeah. I can't stand stupid. I can't. I hate stupid. I ran into a guy, King Cullen, twice now. The guy comes over to me. Why do you not like Trump? And I give him three reasons. And he says, well, Hillary lied. And I say, it's too stupid. I can't. I can't talk to you anymore now. And I walk away from him. (laughs) What are the three reasons? That uh, why I hate yeah, Trump because yeah, I need I he's need. destroying the environment. He talks. He divides races, uh, and he is he's a pathological liar, and he's making money on the presidency. Yes. If I had to say four things, those are the four. He is the most divisive. And when you say he's a liar, they go, well, everybody, lie. all presidents lie. Not like this. Not every no. day. Not every minute. And not about important things. Right. Come on. Are you scared? About what's you know, happening. I feel a little more hopeful lately because I was saying on the air today that his the white blue collar women who are non college educated, who are mostly my cousins, you know, they are now turning on him. A Good, little. yes, his 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 uh, what do you call it? Favorability went down fifteen percent among those women. That's very important because he's such a sexist. Who, he grabs women by the pussy, and people still like him. And uh, he's such a hypocrite. Oh, I can't stand him. I, I, can't I know him very well. You know, I went to his wedding to Marla. You did? I was at his wedding. Yeah. Rosie O'Donnell was there. Yes. Can you imagine? His I, two, the two women who hate him the most were at his wedding. I <laughs> I feel bad for Rosie. Why? Because I just feel bad. She's watching a debate and, and that, and you know, just sitting at home watching a presidential debate. And he says, you know, oh. Megan, Megan Kelly says, oh, oh, yeah. you call women this. And he says, no, just, oh. yeah. I mean, for her kids to hear that. From the, from the next president. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's horrible. I love you. But you know what? As, yeah. as FDR once famously said, I, I dated him. He said, <laughs> he said, I welcome the hate. I welcome the hate because he was getting a lot of shit for what he, he was the first socialist um, president. You realize mm-hmm. that. And, you know, if you want to call it that, if you want to call Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, unemployment insurance, socialist programs, which we all have, then he was the one who did and it. So many of these Republicans, parents were on the GI Bill, you know, right, right. They, were, they would have nothing. They would try. They've been trying. The Republican Party has been trying to undo uh, FDRs uh, and then the Great Society since they since LBJ. They have been trying to undo it. They don't like it. They don't want it. Mm-hmm. They want everybody out there on their own. And it's it's not it's not healthy. It's some people disgusting. can't do it. Right. Some people can't make it. And unless it's them, it's like when Dick Cheney's daughter came out as a lesbian, all of a sudden he's pro-gay marriage. Oh, Nancy Reagan became a pro uh, stem cell research yeah. after Ronnie get the get Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's got to be personal with them. Then they're happy. Well, you make me happy, Joy. And you make me happy. And you make Elise happy. Elisa. Oh, who? You know, it's like. I know, it's annoying. I can't. Elisa, Elise, Kristen, Kirsten. How am I going to remember this? I know. It's all right. It's all right. (laughs) Lori, Laura. Yeah, that's true. You know, sticks to the one right. thing. Josephine Joy. <laughs> no, and 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 the Kirsten and Kristen. It's like, oh, how no, am I, I supposed know. to know the difference? Brianna, I can't. <laughs> Is that Brittany and Anna? I, I just, I can't. <laughs> All right. How about that? There's uh, Jason and Joshua. Is another. Group. Oh, and Jeremy and Jesse. And Je- <laughs> it could be a girl or a boy, or there's. Ugh. I think that the Duggars had all J's, didn't they? Yes, all? they yes. did. All of them J's for Jesus. Well, after was it for Jesus? Yes, oh, yeah, that's Jesus. right. That's right. That's mm-hmm. what it was for. She should have named the last one Jesus Christ. <laughs> How many more am I going to have? 
<laughs> you know, some of those are gay. Some of those. Can. If Jesus ever came back, he would be shocked at what the oh. what the, the evangelicals are doing in this country, and and so called Christians like Jerry Falwell yes. Jr. He would that that man would have a heart attack. I I agree. <laughs> Um, Joy, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. All right, let's um, let's let's wrap this up. Uh, we're now. wrapping it up now. <laughs> As we always say, so long. And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long.